All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's Oilers Nation Radio Division preview is delivered by DoorDash. Use the promo code ONRADIODD to get you 15% off and no delivery fees on your first order. Back with another Oilers Nation Radio Division preview, and today we are dialed in on the Seattle Kraken. Of course, if you've missed any episodes of the Division Previews so far throughout this run, well, you can find those exactly where you found this podcast. We got Calgary, Vancouver, Anaheim, San Jose, and the Vegas Golden Knights today, though. Like I said, we're focusing on the Seattle Kraken, the team that came dead last in the division last year. It was not exactly a Vegas Golden Knights-esque first season in the league for Seattle. They finished with a record of 27-49-6, and only had 60 points on the season. They were 16 points away from the 7th place Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the only team in the West that was worse than them was the Arizona Coyotes as well. But actually, I think there's reasons to be optimistic about this Seattle Kraken team. I really liked some of what they did over the summer, mainly the Oliver Bjorkstrand trade. I think that was, and I'll talk about this in my interview with Everett Fitzhugh. He's their radio play-by-play voice and actually someone who grew up an Oilers fan as well. So an interesting connection with Everett. Um, But Oliver Bjorkstrand, back to the point, one of the best deals of the offseason. He scored 28 goals in 80 games last season. If you go back through his last couple of seasons in the league, all of which were with the Columbus Blue Jackets, 18 goals in 56 games, basically a 30-goal pace. Um, 21 goals, 49 games, basically a 30-goal pace. 
three straight seasons of pretty much being a 30-goal pace kind of guy, and the Kraken got him, again, reasonable cap hit, too. Like, it's just, it's mind-boggling to think of this. He's got four more years at $5.4 million, and the Kraken picked him up for a couple of mid-round draft picks from the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Jackets had to shed cap because Johnny Goudreau, no fit for Bjorkstrand, he's a winger. Um, But the deal, third and a fourth round pick in 2023. Like, that's remarkable value. And when you look at the Kraken's picks this year, still have their first rounder, still have three picks in the second round, still have two in the fourth as well. So they still have draft picks too. It's just a crazy, crazy good deal that the Seattle Kraken found a way to make. They also picked up Stanley Cup champion Andre Burakovsky. Five-year deal. $5.5 $5.5 million. He's 27 years old, just like Bjorkstrand. Like, they got two legitimate scoring top six wingers in free agency, one of them, and on the trade market without having to overpay in any either one of those deals. So I love what they did with the forward group, but the big thing is going to be the upside they could get from some young players, mainly Maddie Beneers, who scored a six snipe in the preseason game against the Edmonton Oilers. He's legit. He's going to be a sec, first or second line center for them this season, which when you pair that up with Jared McCann being in their top six as well, Alexander Venberg being on the third line, all of a sudden their center depth is maybe starting to look good. Shane Wright, who they managed to get at fourth overall in the draft, I think that's tremendous value. Again, an organized who's looking for those face of the franchise kind of players they might have two of them in Shane Wright and Maddie Beneers uh, the blue line for the Kraken is solid Alexiak Dunn Larson they picked up Justin Schultz they still have Carson Soucy um, that's a pretty good looking blue line between the pipes it sounds like it's going to be Martin Jones and Philip Grubauer um, and uh, Chris Dreger I think is out for like eight months he sustained an injury at the world junior or at the world hockey championships I should say um, but Philip Grubauer is an important guy for them to get going uh, last year he was just brutal 889 save percentage 316 goals against average he lost 31 of his 54 games that he started um, just numbers that he's never really put up in his NHL career going into last season he had never had a save percentage in any season, whether he played one game or 40 games, he never had a save percentage worse than 915. 889 is just terrible. Um, so he probably holds the key, I would say, um, to the crack and having a bounce back season. But I mean, the over under right now, I think on them is still like in the mid 60s, high 60s for their point total for the season. I'm taking the over on that, uh, but let's dig a little bit more and see if I'm correct to be as optimistic as I am on the Seattle crack and get to our conversation with Everett Fitzhugh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market continuing our oilers nation radio pacific division previews with a stop out in seattle we did vancouver earlier this week we're just going down a couple hours south now with everett Fitzhugh, the team's radio play-by-play man and you know on the ice the first season maybe didn't go as planned for the kraken but i want to pick your brain a little bit on off the ice like what was yeah. the fan base like how did it build up throughout the year how are they feeling heading into year two of the nhl's 32nd franchise yeah, the, the the first season, I think I think you you said it best, right? The the record wasn't I think where anyone would have liked it to be, but I feel like from a community perspective, from a support perspective, I mean these fans were just amazing. Um, I, I always go back to there was a game in November. Uh, the Kraken played the Colorado Avalanche, uh, the eventual Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. So I think we'll I'll allow this one to. to, to stand but they were up seven nothing on seattle the kraken scored their first goal they scored a couple more goals after that and then uh there was a feeling in the crowd that hey we're only a quick field goal away from tying this game up but no one left everyone stuck around um and and that kind of is is the microcosm uh, a perfect example of the support this team's been getting i mean you cannot go anywhere in seattle without seeing kraken flags and shirts and hats and jerseys uh we, we we broke jersey sales records as an organization so the support has been great obviously we play uh, have one of the best buildings in the nhl with climate pledge arena brand new training facility in the north side of the city so this this organization off the ice has done all of the right things they've said all of the right things it's not just lip service it's, it's an action as well um and then i, I think we we saw this summer the the importance on trying to build this culture on the ice as well. So off the ice was taken care of, um, and now it, it's about getting back to work uh, and, and and putting together some wins. So let's get into that on ice topic here. I don't think there's anyone's star who shines brighter than Matty Beneers. That goal he <laughs> scored last night against the Oilers in the preseason just yeah. filthy, disgusting. Um, he is for now. Is it fair to say like? He could very well be the face of the franchise. And also, what are the expectations for him this year? Yeah, I mean, you with Matty Beneers, you're looking at your number one, number two center for the next 10 years. I mean, I was talking to people at the draft when the Kraken signed Shane Wright. And and I'm, you know, you're looking at a, a Tainan Caves, a Malkin Crosby level, McDavid Dreisaitl like tandem uh, for for a decade plus here in Seattle. You know, Matty Beneers is going to be given every opportunity to succeed. He's going to be given every opportunity to to grow into the uh, the NHLer, uh, grow into the the superstar that I think a lot of us feel he's going to be. The important thing for Matty Beneers this season 
season is 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 to find his his NHL game. Uh, every level he's played at, whether it be the junior level, the collegiate level, the Olympic level, he's never looked out of place, right? He's never looked like he didn't belong. And I think for him, it's going to be important to continue to have that mindset, to make um, his life and to make his job as easy and as comfortable as possible. And I think that's going to be on uh, the line mates, on the veterans of that group of the locker room, the Gords, the Eberleys, the Jaden Schwartzes of the world to, to say, Hey, listen, you know, come, come here, young buck. Let, 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 let's talk about this. Let's, you know, what do you need from us to be successful? And I think the thing about Matty Benier is that, that a lot of people don't realize unless you see him and talk to him every day, this isn't an 18, 19 year old kid who's wet behind the ears, fresh out of Michigan. This is a kid who who already uh, speaks and carries himself and performs in a way that would make you think he's been in this league for 10 years already. He is a guy that regardless of the situation he's put in, uh, regardless of when he's called upon, whether it be in the locker room or indeed on the ice, he knows the right things to say. He knows when um, it's appropriate to to speak up. He knows when it's appropriate to showcase his talent and he never tries to do too much. He understands his role. He understands that he's growing into an NHLer and and for, for Matty Beniers, I mean, you don't want to put the, 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 the weight of the world, the pressure of the world on him so early, but I mean this is his team to lose, right? You're looking 10 years down the road this is the Matty Beneers team, you know, he throw the C on him at some point, right? Like he, this is going to be his, his roster. And, and he's now uh, at the very beginning of, of what should be a long career. And he's, he's had so, some success early on so far. You mentioned Shane Wright and Beneers as the potential franchise defining yeah. duo for the Seattle Kraken. Shane Wright's now been in camp for a while here. What have mm-hmm. been your early impressions of the number four overall pick? Uh, again, like Matty Beneers, not a single hair out of place. Uh, you know, he carries himself well. The way that he interacts with the staff, the way he interacts with us on the media side, um, just so personable. Obviously, I mean, it's only been four days in camp, and there are some drills. He's already the best player on the ice, and it's not even close. I think like Matty Beneers, his big thing is going to be um, being made comfortable, uh, putting himself in a position where he's going to succeed. Obviously, there's no guarantees in the NHL, um, but Dave Haxtall, Kraken head coach Dave Haxtall, along with the GM Ron Francis, have both said on multiple occasions, Shane Wright is going to be given every opportunity to make this team out of camp. Uh, so does he start with the Seattle Kraken? I Again, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say yes. Um, but I, I also think that you want to put him in a position where he's not having to carry the weight of the franchise already. Do you start him in your top six, even though he is a top six player? I'm not a coach for a reason. Uh, I'm a broadcaster because I'm a lot better at speaking than I am at drawing up plays. I would probably put him in that middle six, that bottom six um, area to protect him, getting him used to the NHL game, not giving him 25 minutes a night uh, right off the hop. Let him get his feet wet, and we're going to see it tonight um, against the the Oilers, uh, or the the Flames, rather, in his preseason debut. But, um, you know, Shane Wright has done all of the right things. He's worked hard every day um 
it's not just lip service with him either. He is a first on last off kind of guy. You're seeing him working not only with the NHL coaching staff. Uh, I caught Dan Bilesma, the uh, head coach down in Coachella Valley, the new American hockey league affiliate for the Kraken working with him. And anytime you can have a Stanley cup winning coach working with you every day, that's not a bad little card to have in the back pocket either. So he is, he has been carrying himself. Well, he is coming as advertised through the first 96 hours of training camp, and we'll see how that continues through the next couple of weeks here. Uh, anyone who sat through the Oilers' decade of darkness knows that you can build up all the young pieces you want, but the surrounding talent's got to be there as well. And I really yeah. applaud Ron Francis for what he did building up that forward group over this summer, like the Burakovsky deal to get a mm-hmm. Stanley Cup champion and not overpay. Like, it's not like yeah. they had to go seven or eight years. And then that Bjorkstrand deal was the robbery of the summer, is what I called it at the moment. Like, to get consistent 30 goal pace guy for a couple of draft picks when they already had draft picks stashed away Mm -hmm. like that was just brilliant work this team scored the second least goals in the pacific last year it's fair to say their offense is going to be much more dynamic this season right Absolutely. And and I'll tell you what, though, about the Oilers. So I don't know if you know this or not. I grew up an Oilers oh, fan. Yeah. I was an Oilers fan my whole life. So that I remember 2006 like it was yesterday. And then I remember the next 10 years. And then when the, the Oilers made it to the, the was it conference quarters or conference yeah. finals against Anaheim, I watched every single game that year. I had all my Oilers stuff on. Oh, yeah, I was it was I was so excited when when uh, Edmonton finally cracked through. So I, I'm with you there. I feel it. Um, but this team, the moves that the that the Kraken made in the offseason, you add uh, Bjorkstrand and Barakovsky, not only cup winners, a two-time cup winner and in, in, in Barakovsky, a proven goal scorer, a proven offensive force in Bjorkstrand and Barakovsky for that matter. But you now have two players who can slide into any one of the 31 other top six forward groups in the NHL last season, the Seattle Kraken had lines and, 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 and forward groups by committee, right? Like there, there were a lot of really good middle six guys, a lot of really good bottom six guys on this roster that comprised a competitive team, but you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who would agree that, yep, this player, whoever it is, is a bona fide top six player in the NHL on any roster. You now add two in the same offseason. So I think for the Kraken, who struggled scoring goals last season, who was in the bottom four in both power play and penalty kill, who was in the bottom four on in save percentage as well, you now add a couple of weapons offensively that will help you score some goals. Uh, I have to go back into my notes, but I think the Kraken had one of the most uh, one-two goal games uh, in the NHL. Uh, The Seattle Kraken, in in terms of response goals, were giving up goals within the first five minutes of a period. They were giving up goals within two minutes of allowing goals uh, at an alarming rate. So now you have weapons that can combat that. It's going to be night and day for the Seattle Kraken. And then you add these two pieces, mainly Bjorkstrand and Barakovsky, 
You add them to the likes of a Jared McCann, to a Yanni Gord, who was one of the emotional catalysts of this team on the ice. And now you're building a core along with Jaden Schwartz, along with Jordan Eberle, Alexander Wenberg, uh, Brandon Tanev, who is now back. Defensively, you have a pretty offensive group with the likes of Carson Soucy and Vince Dunn, who are not afraid to shoot the pill and and, and can be uh, have an offensive uh, bit to their game as well. And, and and like you said, a lot of folks don't realize you do it pretty economically. The Seattle Kraken do not have a single $6 million player on their roster. Um, so, I mean, to be able to construct this team without a single $6 million man uh, is remarkable. And 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 I think the Vegas Golden Knights set an unfairly high bar for every expansion team to come for the rest of our lives. So you knew that the Kraken weren't going to be the Golden Knights up front. It was always going to be a marathon and not a sprint. So now with this team, you had the foundation in place for last season. Yes, the record and the numbers weren't where you want them to be, but now you have that core group of guys you can start building around and then looking forward to competing for playoff spots in the not-too-distant future. You mentioned the offense, obviously, but also the low save percentage last year. Yes. Going into last season, the one spot where I thought the team was actually set up really well was between the pipes with Philip Grubauer, yeah. and he had... Like, just a remarkably poor year by his standards. He'd never had a save percentage below 915, and that happened last season. It was 889. Is there anyone who is maybe feeling the pressure to have a bounce-back year more than Grubauer? Is there anyone that holds the keys to success for this team maybe more than Grubauer? You know, he'll tell you that he needed to, he'll be the first one to tell you that I need to be better. And and I remember last season, it was a game in Colorado in January. That was the first time that we, in, in talking to amongst ourselves in the broadcast group, that was the first time that we saw the, the Vesna finalist Grubauer. That was, even though the Kraken lost that game, he made big saves when he needed to make them. He he sprawled out. He he made the tough save. And that was the first time all season that we were like, okay, this is this is the goaltender that that we thought the Kraken were getting. And honestly, if you remember when he went from Washington to Colorado, he struggled in that first season going to the avalanche. And, and for whatever reason, right, you know, guys take time to get used to a new city. You're moving from other places. Who who knows what the, um, the, the mental and emotional aspect of things are, but he, he now goes into this season. Um, unfortunately, due to the injury to Chris Drieger as the, the solidified number one goaltender, he knows he's going to be playing four of every five, five of every, six games um very capable backup in martin jones behind him um but for for philip grubauer he now uh goes into this year knowing that hey i got my first year under out of the way in seattle not the year that i wanted to have and then we we touch on all of the issues that plagued the kraken last year well now you give him some help in front of him you give him more offensive help defensively this core is pretty much the same from last season you bring in justin schultz you bring in a michael kempney will borgen probably is going to get some more time consistently does Riker evans make this team out of training camp but for the most part Alexiak, Susie, Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, those are going to be your top four defensemen. You know that going in, and now you can work with those guys to, to play well in front of you. So I think for Philip Grubauer, he challenged himself in the offseason 
to, to be better. The coaching staff has challenged him to be better. Steve Briere, the new goaltending coach, has gotten to work right away working with him, and Philip Grubauer loves working with him. Um, and 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 has said that already his his game has improved in just the first couple of weeks of him working with uh, with him. So Grubauer knows what's on the table, and he knows that last year was was not um, indicative of of who he can be as a as a goaltender and he knows that he needs to have a better bounce back season and, and I think he's prepared to do that a couple more quick ones for you you know yeah this is a team who will in all likelihood be much better than 60 points but I'm not sure mm-hmm. if they can necessarily push for the playoffs but I want you to fill in the blank on this sentence this season will be a success for the Seattle Kraken if they play meaningful games after the all-star break and and for me I look at we we called it we called it the gauntlet last season in uh, November right around Thanksgiving the Kraken American Thanksgiving the Kraken had Carolina Washington Colorado Florida uh, Chicago Nashville something like that all at home all in a row. Other than Mark Giordano returning to Calgary for his first game, that was probably the last real meaningful game the Kraken played, and we hadn't even hit Christmas yet. Yanni Gord, at the end of last season, when asked, um, what would you like to see done differently next year? And he said, you know, this is going to be kind of a, well, no duh answer, but I want to see us win more games early because you win more games early in the season, that changes the complexity of your year. That changes changes the way that you play down the stretch. If the Seattle Kraken are within spitting distance of a wild card spot, six points out of a wild card spot, come the trade deadline, come all-star break. Now you're like, all right, we're, we're these games still matter. You know, we're not just showing up to the rink and going through the motions. And, and, and again, these are all NHLers. These are all pro players. Not that they're doing that anyway, but it's, it's mentally, it's a little bit different of a mindset when you're going to the rink in February knowing like look at Vancouver Vancouver 16 I think 16 in a row they won last year when Bruce Boudreaux uh joined the team and, and they went from out of it to playing some pretty exciting hockey down the stretch of the season if the Kraken can have even a little bit of that again not necessarily making the playoffs but having you know a, a mid-March game the the Kraken have a, a decent trip uh, at, at the beginning of March, where they go, uh, St. Louis, Detroit, Columbus, uh, and I, I want to say Chicago, Colorado, something like that. I forget the, the fourth game. It's a four-game trip. But on that trip, if you're going to Detroit on March 2nd um, and, you know, you're six points out of a playoff spot, it, you've won four of your last six games, whatever it is, that's exciting. That's what you want. So I think for me, meaningful games for as long as you can, as long as you can play them. Perfect. Everett, this was fantastic stuff, man. Really appreciate your time. Enjoy the season, and I'm sure we'll chat a few times throughout the year. Sounds good, man. Thanks so much for having me. Fantastic stuff from Everett Fitzhugh, who is uh, one of my favorite play-by-play guys in the business, and it's always neat getting a chance to catch up with him because he has that those interesting roots as a diehard Oilers fan, and I loved hearing that. I loved that he brought that up in the interview as well. Uh, if you go back... Yeah, you'd have to search for it, but the DFO Rundown did an interview with him about his path to becoming an NHL play-by-play guy, and it's absolutely fascinating stuff. So if you Google 
DFO Rundown Everett Fitzhugh. It's a, it's a really, really good listen. Again, appreciate him giving me some time here today. The Kraken, they're going to be a lot better than they were last year. There's just there's no denying that. Like last year, again, 60 points was absolutely abysmal. And I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't. This division's probably just a little bit too good. If this year's Kraken team and last year's Pacific... Honestly, I would have given them a fighting chance. Uh, they've just improved that much, in my opinion, and a Philip Grubauer bounce back I, it feels inevitable. Um, but I, I think Everett's kind of thing of, you know, make sure that you're playing meaningful games in, after the All-Star break, I think that is entirely possible. I'm checking right now to see exactly what their over-under is set at. It's set at 83.5 for this season. So, so it is pretty high, um, the overpaying plus 110. 24-point improvement, that that's intense. But honestly, it just wouldn't surprise me if they're in and around that sort of low 80s range. I think San Jose is going to be significantly worse this season. I think Anaheim could be right in the same ballpark. We've established that through sort of these previous years. I think the Kraken could really surprise some people this year with expectations sort of being as low as they are. Uh, But that's going to do it for another edition of our Oilers Nation Radio Division previews. One more left to go in the series, and we will chat about the team that took the Edmonton Oilers to seven games, the LA Kings. Tomorrow, though, it's a normal edition of Oilers Nation, a radio dropping on a Friday afternoon. And next week, Monday, that is the beginning of Oilers Nation every day. Frank Saravalli, our boy Bagged Milk, Brock Sagan, a few others all lined up to join me in week one of the show. So make sure you tune in, subscribe to the Nation Network on YouTube. Oilers Nation every day starts on October 3. Until then, have a good weekend, Oilers fans. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.